What's up and welcome back to the kind of funny screencast. Of course, I'm Tim Geddes and I'm joined by the Nitro Rifle, Andy Cortez. Good morning. Good morning. Joining us today in, is also, it's Christmas in September. Joey Noel. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. And rounding out the group for today, we have the producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. Tim, that's not my name anymore. I'd like you to refer to me as the incredible, inickable in, in Hulk. In- thank you oh wow wow okay that's what the energy we're bringing on this uh beautiful thursday of course this i mean i I do want to say tim that you know nick nick was given the option to not be here because he's got such a packed schedule but he said i really like this episode so i wanted to be here that's good that's in in nickable i guess i don't Mm -hmm. know i don't know (laughs) i don't like it i don't like it we're not gonna do any you know what this is the kind of funny screencast where each and every week we get together to talk about the latest in tv movies and trailers like i keep saying we're popping off right now game of thrones lord of the rings star wars and marvel all of it we are covering each and every week with the right crews to do so uh, of course, you can get it on YouTube.com slash kind of funny. Well, you can now watch it live, even if you're not a Patreon supporter. If you are a Patreon supporter, like our Patreon producers, Fargo, Brady, and Molecule, you get the show ad free. Uh, but if audio is more your thing, uh, ads or no ads, it doesn't even matter. Search your favorite podcast service for kind of funny screencast. We'll be right there for you. I guess it does matter. You got to go to Patreon to get that ad free mm-hmm. too. But guess what? That's an option. So many options for all you beautiful people. Uh, today, we're brought to you by shopify me on these but i'll get to that later i want to start with nick scarpino because it sounds like he really likes this episode well i've just been in general just really liking the show i like the vibe i like how it's a it's a pretty good departure uh, stylistically from all the other marvel shows that we've seen not that i didn't like those as well but i just really enjoyed this i like that a lot of these episodes are kind of um bottle episodes specifically she even makes reference to that and then and there's kind of a wink where she's like yeah this is going to be a self-contained wedding episode and it's just not a great time for it, but weddings never are. Um, I think she's, you know, I think I, I'm just loving these characters. I'm really enjoying the comedy of this. Uh, I didn't get a chance, I don't think, to talk to you guys about Madison with two N's and a Y and not what you think, but that might be the greatest thing ever until we met Jonathan. And I'm I'm just, <laughs> I'm saddened and disheartened that Jonathan didn't take more center stage in this. I thought he was going to be uh, the, the star of the show, but uh, Tim Gettys. I just real quick want to say normally uh, with these Disney shows, whether it's Star Wars or Marvel, like the next day they'll release character posters for a lot of the characters. Mm-hmm. And She-Hulk's been having a lot of fun with it. So I wouldn't be surprised if Jonathan gets uh, his own character poster. Yeah, John. I mean, he needs it because that little tongue, that little tongue sticking out. That's got to be a famous <laughs> dog, right? That's got to be. He's got to be Instagram famous <clears> or something like that. Um, but no, I really enjoy this and I'm enjoying where the character's going. And I like that. I, I like that they found a way to sort of have these not i guess not moral conundrums but legal conundrums i guess and and it does make a lot of sense when people are running around with superpowers it's kind of like well at some point they would need a lawyer we need to examine like you know uh uh the legality of someone doing dr strange's magic or wong's magic right and it, no one ever signed any contracts with that right so why couldn't someone just take a sling ring and like fuck around with it for all intents and purposes so it's pretty cool that they i think it's a unique angle and i'm really digging it and i think the comedy is still hitting for me andy cortez i think another sort of interesting aspect to it that i don't even necessarily take into account while watching it is it kind of reminds me of my hero academia in moments where you're just kind of reminded that superheroes are all around us and or people that are super powered rather and 
it's clear that this is all sort of the the mutant angle that they're taking with it, that some people are just born with these mutations and they don't necessarily try to save the world. Um, some people just kind of have these superpowers and maybe it's Basketball Boy from <laughs> X-Men 2 or 3 or whatever. The best. And maybe it's just... And, and then eventually some of them do want to take center stage and do want to use their powers for good and, and try to become their own sort of hero or whatever. Um, but yeah, the fact that Invincible Man, or what was his name? Mr. Um, Immortal. Mr. Immortal. The fact that Mr. Immortal is just kind of this character that has lived for, who knows, hundreds and hundreds of years or whatever, um, cannot die and is just, just exists in this world as a civilian. Like, he's just a mm -hmm. kind of a piece of shit. Uh, he has stock in Apple. <laughs> he, <laughs> he has a lot he of normal uh, shit, right? He has a lot of family money that uh, that he's kind of like that's made last throughout his whole lifetime. Um, and I think that's kind of interesting. It, it's kind of easy to discount the fact that uh, we're so used to just knowing, like, either you are a godlike creature who you know comes from. I don't know. Yeah, like you know, they have their tiers, right? They have their street level heroes. You have your super powered, like people with a super soldier serum, or you have your 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 gods, the people from um, uh, otherworldly um, things. Uh, Eternals is what I was thinking of. Yeah, mm -hmm. Eternals, um, Thor, all that sort of stuff. But you could also just have this one dude who's just a piece of shit who has never really used his powers for good at all. He just kind of exists here. Um, I, I thought this episode was fine. I I do agree that Jonathan needed to take more center stage. I I think it's an absolute crime that in a wedding episode with drunk people, Madison did not make a cameo. Yeah. <laughs> that was <laughs> an absolutely blown opportunity right there. Um, but yeah, I, I it's it, it's one of those things where I'm getting to the point where I don't. I'm not even like mad that this episode didn't do a whole lot uh, obviously we get some really big advancements near the end of it with this intelligentsia and how they are you it's know happening. it's happening yeah like there, there's big movements happening at the end of the episode and it took a while to get there um with some hints splashed throughout the episode but i think it is kind of neat that we can have this standalone episode with tatiana maslani absolutely just killing it and everything she does and it's entertaining by itself. I don't need it to be this gigantic sort of tie-in or whatever. So I, I thought the episode was a lot of fun. Um, not my favorite at all. I'd say, you know, episode four is probably still the, the massive standout. But I had fun with it. You know, I'm still having a lot of fun with the show. Like Nick said, I kind of it kind of reminds me of like, again, watching um, uh, watching The Good Place week to week. Like. Here's just another episode. Here's some good laughs, some creative chuckles here and there. And here's how the actual legal world might have to try to deal with an awful person who has screwed over a lot of women and a couple of men throughout his life. Joe. Yeah, I mean, I just like continue to have fun with this show. I have like no real criticisms in terms of like it's nice to have a like lower stakes where like every episode doesn't have like a giant reveal thing. It's just like, no, it's just like a little bit more casual and more fun. 
Um, I think a lot of that is in huge credit, obviously, to Tatiana Maslany, who we've talked about every show that we've done a recap on of how good she is. Uh, Nikki Ramos, this uh, Fantastic. episode is so good when she's so just like good. sitting on the table talking with all the exes and stuff like that. Like, I hope we get more of her and more projects. I have to look her up and see like what other things that I've missed her in because I think that she's really, really fun. Um I love also like in their commitment to make a Marvel show for like an older female demographic. Of course there's a wedding episode. There's always a wedding. There's so many weddings. How is it possible that there's so many weddings all the time? Um, So I love that she like dives into that. And even the opening with like the box. No one knows more than no one knows more than you, Joe. <laughs> I know. I've got my last wedding literally like a month from today for the year. And that puts me at seven, tapped out. I Jesus. love that you all I love that you all have found love, but please stop inviting me. Please stop. Wedding <laughs> for the year. I went to my first one in like the first five years this week. Yeah, I know. I, they always get like bunched up around this. And I know that means in like two years there's gonna be a lot of babies and there's gonna be a lot of baby showers. Holy shit. Shit. <laughs> um, wait, wait till you, wait till they all go for round two. <laughs> well, here's the thing: the wedding or the baby? <laughs> well, both, both. Because I have all of my college friends who got married right after college. This is like my second wave of giant wedding things. Anyways, um, but like, yeah, the intricate boxes and all of the things and the dresses that you hate. And of course, <laughs> she's like, I didn't get a plus one. I get to walk with Jonathan, which is like, of course, of course, that's what happens. It's it's perfect. Yeah. It's what so were the fun. requirements for the plus one? <laughs> <laughs> I like that line. I do like so that. Good. I do like that one line she does have where she turns to the camera. She goes, of course, this is going to be the one time I show up as She-Hulk. Like, just mm-hmm. a little flex on her cousin that she feels like is, is kind of a little competitive with her, maybe. Or maybe, yeah. like, a, I thought that was a nice moment where she's like, all right. A little moment of vulnerability. Where she's like, I, I gave into my ego on this, and I did yeah. show up as this. And it was kind of a dick move. But that was fun. Yeah, I think it's just so fun. I have a question about Titania, as I do every week. Mm-hmm. Is it established that she's a superhero or is she just one of these people that has like super strength, but it's just understood but not hasn't been explicitly explained? I mean, they didn't explain it yet in the show, but outside of in, in the comics, yeah. I mean, yeah, she's oh, okay. In the comics, she's way more of like she it's less the influencer storyline and it's more right. like she's just another like she's essentially the she-hulk it's the third act of this movie we have to fight yeah. myself like it's that type yeah of okay. vibe. got it okay i didn't i kind of just expected her to be like a add-on character for this show for some like based on the influencer stuff so yeah. that makes more sense that she's an established entity yeah some of the more recent not recent but like in the last decade or two she hulk stories they have been a little like even more comedy focused and then they do have twists and turns like that uh where it's like adding the influencer stuff but i don't know that i don't personally haven't read any influencer based titania things until this show so i think there's having fun with it just like me everybody because i fucking love this show (laughs) it's so good uh i think this is easily my least favorite episode that's a testament to just this is a a high quality comedy show for me it's giving me everything i want those chip damage laughs keep coming love the wedding stuff i thought they handled it really well i think that this show has such a defined tone and voice that they have committed to and it's really working for them and i think that the uh, Nikki character is a perfect testament to that. Like she's just such a great through line being this character that can kind of speak 
next to and with and for at some point um, uh, Maslani, who is also just utterly fantastic. And the dynamics between her and She-Hulk and how they've handled it um, in these episodes, I'm really happy with. And I just love the fun that they have with the fourth wall breaking and just with talking to the modern audiences about uh, what the show is talking about and just twisting things like the intelligentsia, making them a bunch of freaking incels, like a 4chan QAnon type thing. It's like, or even just Reddit type thing. It's like, they're not even going that hard with it. I love it. I can't wait to see where they take that. I think that's such a great idea. And I think that they're building a potential like, um, Treat it a little bit more like a joke in this, but then just like real life, it's like on the surface, it's like, oh, it's just some internet stuff. But it's like, oh, no, no, no. This is actually like rotting people to their cores and like galvanizing evil. Um, and I, I can see them kind of setting it up here and then them dealing it with it in Captain America New World Order, which I imagine is going to be a direct plot line that they that they have. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. But um thought this episode was great. Loved the wedding stuff. I, I the it all resonated with me as i similarly went through what joe did recently um with all the back-to-back weddings and stuff Yeah, that stuff love the joke about the inconvenient time of the season like fresh off of a daredevil tease y'all do the <laughs> wedding episode it's like they knew what they were doing they're <laughs> fucking with people and i personally absolutely love that and mr goddamn immortal did not ever expect to see one of the Great Lake Avengers on TV. I didn't even know he was in this. I didn't know it was going to be him. Great Lake Avengers is the first comic book I ever read. What and it was recommended. It was recommended to me because someone was like, Tim, you'll like the comedy stuff. Like, just read this. It was like a four-issue run, I want to say. Like, just a miniseries. And it just it's a bunch of people that have powers that decided to get together to be like, yeah, we can do this too. And Squirrel Girl is, in like is the one Michigan of them as well. Area? Or... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, it was like total joke team, total stupid thing. But Mr. Immortal was like one of the the, the leads there. Um, but what I extra appreciated, in addition to his back and forths with with uh, Nikki and just like uh, the show's continued good use of like the courtroom stuff where they always have some twists of who's working with who and mm-hmm. getting the cameos. They don't always work. Like when I say cameos, I mean like the, the like case of the week thing. I don't think they're all equally as good as madison if i'm being honest no. but like um i'm enjoying them i think that there's a nice uh breadth of difference with them all but uh having mr immortal be here um and being the guy from the one of the better moments of book of boba fett he was like the mayor of the town that was really fucking weird but um <laughs> it's the same actor i fucking love this guy he's great the actor's name is david pasquizzi pasquizzi mm-hmm. and i know him from as being the shitty husband on Veep, where he is—I mm. like, don't know if you guys ever watched Veep, but Julie, Julie Louis Dreyfus, uh, he, she, he, she plays the the vice president, and he's he's her ex-husband that she keeps hooking up with, <laughs> and they keep getting caught. It's so <laughs> funny. He's such a sleaze ball, but it's so fucking—he's perfect for that. Yeah. You really do. Gotta love it. Um, I love the title treatments changing. Like a lot of episodes, I've had just fun Jen. with this, but it's saying just Jen. That yeah. was great. Um, I want to talk more about this, but before we do that, let me tell you about our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by me, Undies. We've all heard of gut instinct, but have you ever heard of butt instinct? It's when your butt tells you it wants new undies. Listen. 
to your butt. Luckily, we work with MeUndies, makers of the most buttery, soft, and sustainable undies, bralettes, and socks that exist. You know that I have lived my life, MeUndies, head to toe, for the majority of the last couple years. I'm just all in on MeUndies because they are absolutely the most comfortable uh, clothes I've ever put on my body. Available in sizes extra small to 4XL. They have new colors and prints dropping weekly, so there's always something exciting to check out. You can try their free to join membership for free shipping on every order and exclusive perks, like an item shipped to your door every month, secret sales, and early access to their newest stuff. MeUndies has a great offer for you guys out there. For any first-time purchasers, you get 20% off plus free shipping and returns. To get 20% off your first order, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash kinda funny. That's MeUndies.com slash kinda funny. Shout out to Shopify for sponsoring this episode. Shopify powers our very own kindoffunny.com slash store, our merch store. And we love how Shopify has the tools and resources that make it easy for any business to succeed from down the street to around the globe. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big business. So upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell everywhere. Shopify unlocks the opportunity of your business to more people every day, every 28 seconds. An entrepreneur like you makes the first sale on Shopify. Shopify powers millions of businesses from first sale to full scale. You can reach customers online and across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps. It's more than a store. Shopify grows with you. You can go to shopify.com slash kfgames all lowercase for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash kfgames right now. That's S-H-O-P-I-F-Y dot com slash kfgames, all lowercase. I love my favorite thing of this whole episode. The favorite thing. Mm-hmm. Is it towards the end when she's like, just let her live her life. Like, don't tell her. She's like, I'm not going to tell her. I'm not going to tell her. Mm-hmm. Hard cuts to her driving, <laughs> telling her. And I love that it wasn't even just telling her. It's leaving, leaving a voicemail. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so freaking perfect. The delivery was fantastic as well. Her being like, and I wasn't supposed to tell you, but like, here I am. Whatever. So <laughs> like, I just decided back. to tell you all of it. And so, okay. So at the end of it, we obviously get a, a tease it. Either this intelligentsia website is just like a bunch of idiots working with an actual super powerful agency or intelligentsia is actually just a super powerful agency masking as just a shitty internet forum group or whatever. Um, But yeah, it's clear that this intelligentsia group is not, uh, they're a bit more advanced than we maybe had thought uh, because they are had they have this crazy lab set up they got a bunch of tech on their side and we see the syringe with the much thicker needle to penetrate the thick skin of she-hulk um and i don't really know if that's teasing anything from the comics tim is that something that we've seen before um yeah this is the part that is really obviously supposed to kind of grab your attention and and make you think the worst that might happen to this character yeah, I mean, I think that they're, they're they have been, and now it's like really clear that they are building that there's this group, the Intelligentsia, that is trying to steal the Hulk blood. They set that up with the the Wrecking Crew a couple episodes ago. The question is, who is it that's actually trying to to get the blood? Is it just that guy Todd, uh, the dude from Baywatch, that's in this, the Elon Musk like ripoffy douchebag guy? Mm. Um, is he like the top of this villain of this show, or does it go above him? And I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up being like the 
like one of the like top levels of the show bad guys but then they like tease the leader who is we know going to be in captain america new world order and was in the hulk um but yeah him the leader running that we know from the incredible hulk running a like incel website like <laughs> it could potentially add up you know with the, especially with the radiation and all that stuff so sure. I think that's kind of where we're building to. And also like the fact that this episode called back, like we're going to get more Bruce. It feels like, like, especially with her, like trying to call him and like all that stuff, like they're setting up that maybe it is just a post credit or something, but I imagine we're going to get more Bruce tied into this whole thing of whoever's trying to steal the blood to do something with it, even injecting themselves or each other or trying to make an army of Hulks or something. It feels like we're gonna get like a Doc Brown at the end of <laughs> Back to the Future one like appearance of Bruce of just like, hey, I'm here. Here's some weird exposition <laughs> leading into the next thing, uh, which I'm not necessarily against. It's also wild to me that we're still waiting for Matt Murdock. It seems like we're getting down to the end of things without seeing him. I expected him to see, or I expect to see him this week. Yeah, four episodes left for them to remember. Joe, there's get nine stuff wrapped. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, remember, yeah. Remember there's yeah, nine. Exactly. Everyone, you got to remind Every Joey week. that there's nine. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I got to assume that that's kind of that the the episode is heading towards or the show is heading towards the intelligence becoming more of a force. And I think maybe Matt Murdock plays a bigger role in that. I don't think I think he's going to be more than just a this is my crime of the week and we do a, a lawyery thing together like i think that may happen but i think that it's going to be like maybe a team up over two episodes that spans maybe two episodes where you know he pops up near the end and kind of like here's the plan here's what all the shit that's happening and maybe the final episode is the the larger sort of mm. showdown between them and whoever's trying to get her dna my brain makes me think they're going to go they're going to be opposing counsels in, in the episode right like he's going to be the opposite mm. lawyer and they're going to have to fight each other in the courtroom and then potentially fight each other or, or team up outside yeah. of the courtroom which i think would be super fun but yeah i'm excited for charlie cox to come back and see the new outfit on him it's gonna be super cool i even seen the videos tim i'm sure you saw him on tiktok i'm sure joe saw him too where he's talking about the the when they revealed the costume to him, seeing the gold. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he's just like fanboying, just freaking out, <laughs> like, oh, I can't believe they're doing this. This is so awesome. He's just—you could tell—he's got such a passion for this character. Yeah, it's really cute. Yeah, I, I'm interested if I, I, my gut tells me Daredevil's not going to be involved in like the big final villain plot of the the season, and like I don't even know how much of that we're going to get. Like I kind of get the vibe that they're going to keep the the bad guys almost a joke like there'll be that serious level i think there's always going to be like it's brewing in the back that there's like darker shit going on but like something about the way the show has been paced and like again the consistent tone i don't think fingers crossed i don't think they're gonna do the marvel tv thing of like last second ratchet it up and like throw it all away like i i think they're gonna ride this out teasing things setting things up but really the standalone story is just going to be like more of these like court cases that are a little more standalone with the intelligentsia stuff and the hulk stuff kind of just brewing in the back but i don't know i i, I hope i think we're going to get daredevil next week and i think i, think so I imagine it'll be more of a smaller thing but they need to explain why he's in la besides just getting his uh new suit which i don't know something's about that's right, me. good point because he can't practice law in la <laughs> I forgot we talked about that already. Yeah. I think and next week. Lawyer. Oh, go for it, Andy. 
Well, I was just going to mention that, yeah, I think, like, I obviously the Taylor is, um, uh, that may be exactly why, Tim, that it could be exactly why he is in, in L.A. <laughs> like, I think it's kind of a perfect <laughs> reason for the Taylor to make another appearance, and here's this new thing I've been working on for you or whatever. Um, I, uh, I, I, lo- I totally lost my train of thought. I lost my train of thought. Right. I was going to keep on talking about something else, and then I just thought about the Taylor. Joe, you you said something? <laughs> yeah, I think next week we get Daredevil. I think episode that puts us at seven. I think episode eight, we like kind of wrap up Titania stuff, and then nine we dig into whoever the actual big bad of all of this is. Oh, but, oh I remember what I was going to say, Joe. Remember what I was going to say? Do we away. get at least one more episode? I mean, I think we'll have a couple more court case episodes, right? But you think one of them shows a more prominently known mutant? Hmm. Like Professor X? I mean, not that level, <laughs> but like... I crashed my car. <laughs> <laughs> I backed up my hover, my hover chair into a vehicle. <laughs> you would, Tell me you wouldn't watch that episode. <laughs> no, or it's like Basketball like, Kid. Yeah, so like Basketball Kid, uh, but that would be hilarious to think of like, you know, maybe people from the X-Mansion being like, this guy's always going to our thoughts. He's a fucking weirdo. <laughs> like, tell him to leave us alone. Like, <laughs> we're finally speaking out about how awful he is. Real um, talk. I mean, I was thinking about that last night. Like, I, I really hope this gets a season two. Because, like, season one has been so good about having its own identity as a comedy show, building these this new world of characters, but right. then also having the fun world building and cameos and stuff. If they could do that having established all this so we could just move forward they could have so much fun with like more even more wong level kind of uh situations to deal with that of course we're going to enjoy more than the weird dark elf lady from the the one of the first episodes because we care about them you know yeah and i also didn't think that i was going to really vibe with the sort of weekly um law stuff happening i thought i thought that whenever that would be taking center stage or whenever that'd be on screen at all, I'd be like, oh, God, let's get back well, to the She-Hulk stuff. Yeah. Uh, but it has been actually fun, and maybe Madison really skewed my viewpoints. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I've actually been really digging it, and I'm interested in that as a premise that keeps on going. I do want to give a shout-out to the fact that this show is so good to us. That we've spent, what, 30 minutes talking about it? And we haven't talked about the terrible fight scene because we just don't care. <laughs> you know, it's just fine. It, it's, it's there. They did it. Whatever. Let's yeah. just move on. It's not what the show's about. It is interesting because I was actually like, I'm like, that is the one disappointing thing. Every time they start fighting, I'm like, I don't want this character to fight. I'm way more interested in her dynamic with Titania. That conversation they had beforehand where she was like, why are you obsessed with me? Like, what's yeah. going on there? It's just it's just way more interesting. I love Drunk Jen. Drunk, Drunk Jen, Jen was so good. a lot um, of fun. Uh, even Drunk Cousin was <laughs> a, a nice breath of fresh air because, you know, obviously Whoa, she was kind of shitty. Boobs. Yeah. Huge <laughs> but, but like, I love that reveal, Tim. I love that reveal of her walking up and then, like, her one eye being open and be like, I'm so excited to meet you. <laughs> like, they did such a great job there. But why, she reminds me so much of, like, older olivia rodrigo oh yeah, yeah. Oh, been in a bunch. that yeah. actress has been in a bunch that. of stuff i can't remember where she's from but i, I remember seeing her in a lot of stuff they, they're pulling some, some some good talent for uh for these actors in this episode but i do want to ask do you think we're going to see is josh going to come back josh joshua josh and son <laughs> <laughs> um I, I think he has to right all right 
I, I think we finally saw a glimpse of somebody who uh, gave a shit in, in a way that wasn't just, you know, uh, on the surface, I want to date She-Hulk or I'm cared, I, I care more about that personality or whatever. Mm -hmm. But part of me throughout the episode kind of had me wondering, like, is he part of the intelligentsia? Yeah, Which I, I, I yeah, think I'm is... Wondering that too. I imagine that that's the point they're going to make is like, look, even even the good ones are fucking it's assholes. The, it's the promising young woman. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. God. Um, yeah. The the one thing, and I, I just have to say this because it's my job to critique things, talk about this bullshit. It's like we always talk about the volume shots. We always talk about all the CG on the face. The thing that I'm just really over in this show and I wish they would stop doing, I know why they're doing it, but it just it takes me out of it every time is if you're not going to show the transformation and you don't have the budget to so show the transformation, don't do this big like build up to a transformation and then cut away and then cut back. They keep doing it. And I'm like, yeah. I get why you're doing it. And if you showed me a shitty transformation, I'd be complaining about that too. Right around it somehow then. Don't do this weird ass build up thing. Like especially this episode stood out to me because I'm like, she was drunk and it seemed like she was having troubles like getting transformed. And then she just transformed. And I was like, you brought way too much attention on this for me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. but yeah. I, I think it was a minor, uh, you know, I, minor critique. I thought it would have been much more fascinating if you couldn't transform and they had to talk out their problems. But I guess we got to have someone <laughs> get their veneers broken. It's like the payoff of her veneers being broken and, and her, her having to walk away and uh, embarrassed. Um, I, I do want to point out, Andy, if you want a show that will. Um, will acclimate you more to the weekly courtroom drama. There's a few seasons of Franklin and Bash so that you can find. Oh, really? On, okay, uh, good. Yeah. yeah. So you I'll go, have to I recommend some great episodes for you. You have to start at episode 37, but then you go back to episode <laughs> one and then you oh, go okay. 15. And then, so I'll, I'll give you the order. You're going to give me, you're going to give me the, uh, what's the Star Wars order called? <laughs> the machete order? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. uh, I wanted to grade the, uh, the, the CG shots of her. I really thought that it was all kind of not great, but one shot in particular was like stunningly good where she looks at the camera to be like, I guess I'm not going to be She-Hulk this episode here at this wedding. Uh, I'm just going to be, I'm going to go back to Jen after she gets sort of, you know, uh, approached and confronted by her cousin being like, don't take the attention away from me. When she looks at the camera there, that was another one of those moments for me of like, damn, if you just like crop this from the, from the the maybe chest up it's like this just looks like her with makeup on so that shot was really stunning but a lot of them unfortunately just suffer from bad lighting or it looking like a uh um i don't know just like a weird character on a green screen that doesn't belong in this environment i am glad we aren't having to deal with the big oversized suit anymore because that really uh, again did look like a 2k nba 2k character in a cutscene. <laughs> Well, she even said that, and she was like, "Do you have any other clothes? Because you look like an NFL player that's being defended against a DUI right now." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Good line. Uh, so we haven't talked about that actress and that character, but I'm I'm liking her as well. I oh, like the Renee. dynamic between the three of them. Yeah, I forget what I, I forget what her Ellis character's name is. Goldberry. But I thought she did a great job as well. So that that oh, whole the whole yeah. team that they have at this law firm, yeah. I think, is really really likable. I think they're they're they challenge each other in all the right ways, and they're they're kind of you know. I, I'm looking forward to seeing what that dynamic is going to be in the next few episodes. I love the paintings in the the credits. Every episode, they always like add a couple custom ones, and there's always fun like jokes and shit. And I liked in this one, there was a uh, this the 20 second stare. 
that they demanded that he does. <laughs> the timer. <laughs> it's like it's really funny. Contact. They yeah. also had Titania getting her veneers fixed. Which yeah, yeah, yeah. That was kind of fun. Love that stuff. I, I, that that line was pretty enjoyable as well. Of him being like, "Is that the best you can do on the, yeah. on the eye contact?" Yeah, eye contact. <laughs> Twenty <laughs> seconds. He's yeah. such a piece of shit. Yeah, it's yeah, it's great. So great. Let us know in the comments below what you thought of She-Hulk episode six. Uh, we'll be back next week with even more She-Hulk goodness. But before then, Andy Cortez is going to return with a little show called Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power. Right we'll be the re- reviewing the last two episodes. Uh, it'll just be me and Elise because uh, Tam and Lucy are going to be on assignment somewhere out of town doing something important. Something way cooler than anything I could ever do, unfortunately. Um, but then they will join us the following week because, um, as I mentioned on that one episode, Tim, I just expect Tim to do everything for me, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, when the episode was about to yeah. start, I'm like, damn, where, where's Tam? He couldn't show up. And I was like, oh, you know what? Nobody even told him to show up. It was just <laughs> I, I tweeted at Tam, hey, want to be on the show? Let's do this. And I'm like, in the back of my mind, surely Tim saw that he's going to invite him. <laughs> I did not. No. <laughs> so that didn't happen. So yeah, Tam was not invited that one episode. Uh, so it'll just be me and Elise uh, talking episodes four and five. I'm forgetting where we're at right now, but we'll be reviewing last week since I was out of town and as well as this coming Friday's episode. Um, so yeah, I'm excited about that. We'll review both of those episodes. And then the following week, we'll have the full crew of me, Tamor, Lucy, and Elise. Hell yeah. Exciting stuff. Go subscribe to the Kind of Funny Screencast wherever you consume this show. But until next time, I love you all.